0: Welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast brought to you by Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis, and this is episode number 34 in the short podcast that deal with issues surrounding terrorism. It is being recorded on the 19th of April, 2020. And I want to talk about something, a phrase that I've used on occasion, which has upset some people. Often when I write about terrorist attacks that have gone awry, or operations that one would call counterterrorism in nature. Terrorists die. They are killed either by their own hand, or they die in attacks, or they are killed by armed forces or other law enforcement, security, intelligence agencies. And the phrase that I often use is a dead terrorist is a good terrorist. And I've often been, and I'm often, maybe once in a while, called out saying that I'm disrespecting human life, and that even if they're terrorists, they deserve their day in court, etc., etc., And we just can't go and kill them out right now. I suppose there's lots of other people out there that would say, screw it. If you have an Al-Qaeda terrorist or an ISIS terrorist or a right-wing terrorist or whomever, and you have an opportunity to take them out before they can carry out their nasty deeds and kill innocent people, go for it. Don't hesitate. Shoot them. Kill them. That way you eliminate them from the possibility of carrying out heinous acts of violence down the road. I'd like to put some context into this. So right from the outset, I do want to state that I uh, have never been a fan of the death penalty. That's just my own particular view. It's not a view that I maintain for religious reasons or ethical reasons. I just don't believe in the death penalty. Lots of other people do. In fact, my country had the death penalty for many, many years. I believe it was the 1960s. The last person was executed in Canada. Our neighbors of the South, of course, United States, execute people all the time. So do the Saudis, so do the Iranians, so do the Chinese, so do all kinds of people. So just to put it out there, that's my position. I don't like the death penalty. But what about when it comes to terrorism? I can see a couple of instances where it is not only okay but actually preferable to kill terrorists. And here's the occasions that I'm talking about. If in the midst of planning an attack or actually getting to a place where an attack is going to take place and security or law enforcement or military forces are able to engage terrorists before they do something, I think they have the authority to, to take them out, to kill them especially if the terrorists themselves are armed and are shooting or tossing grenades or putting IEDs or whatever against those forces. I don't think that the laws of war, the laws of conflict, forbid the good guys from taking out the bad guys. So I don't have any problem with that. I think where it gets really dicey is where there are situations where it is in fact possible to deter terrorists, to stop them, to take them into custody with the eventual plan to actually bring them to trial and, one hopes, find them guilty and end up putting them in prison for long periods of time. There of course are problems with this. Just because you arrest somebody and charge them doesn't mean you're going to be able to convict them. We've had cases here in Canada of terrorists that have been acquitted by courts either acquitted by juries or acquitted by judges or who had guilty verdicts overturned, at least in one case here in Canada, which is very frustrating for those of us who work in security intelligence and law enforcement. You do your utmost to find these guys, investigate them, bring all the evidence to bear in a court of law, and at the end of the day, all that's for naught. I know how I felt when this happened to cases that I was involved in, and I can imagine my fellow members at CSIS, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, or the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, or analogs in all kinds of other countries get that really disappointed feeling when these things don't end up the way that we think they should, i.e. in guilty verdicts and incarceration. But there are times when something happens where it is completely unacceptable. So I came across an article this morning on the Al Jazeera website. And what has happened was that there was some altercations recently in Western Chad. So for those who don't know, Chad has been faced with a terrorist threat coming from neighboring Nigeria, largely in the form of Boko Haram, which is an Islamist terrorist group which had been around for a very long time, in East Nigeria. And Chadian forces were able to essentially capture some Boko Haram and put them in a cell. And it turns out, according to this Al Jazeera story, that 44 members or suspected members of Boko Haram, they had not been convicted, were put in a cell without food, without water for a couple of days, and uh, end up, they all end up dead. And the interesting thing is that two of the bodies were autopsied. I'm sorry, four of them were autopsied, and it turns out that there were traces of a lethal substance that had caused heart attacks or asphyxiation. And this is really interesting. This seems to indicate that the Chadian authorities poisoned to death some of these Boko Haram terrorists. Now, Chad has every reason to be angry with Boko Haram. There was a recent attack in which some 90 Chadian soldiers were killed recently in attacks by Boko Haram. So you can certainly understand the venom with which Chad would look upon this terrorist group. But the fact that these people had been captured, were no longer armed, no longer posed a threat to Chadian society, seemed to indicate to me that you don't have the authority to go ahead and and kill them. Now, I don't know anything about Chadian prisons, what the the resources are like, facilities, and so they may have been hard-pressed to find them, appropriate ways of keeping them and hence they're all in one cell but if it turns out that they were poisoned enough this is highly problematic. In that sense Chadian soldiers were acting no differently than the Boko Haram terrorists that they were trying to thwart in the first place. This is wrong. Those men should have been brought to trial they should have been charged and in the best case scenario they would have been found guilty and then if Chad has the death penalty then that's fine. I mean I, I, I don't agree with it but I can't tell Chad what to do They could have very well have been executed as terrorists. So that's where I think killing terrorists is wrong. That is not justified under any international law that I know of. Then there's kind of a middle ground and this is one that I I have to admit, uh, Puts a smile on my face so I came across another article today and actually in the Afghan press where it turns out that uh, there are a bunch of Taliban up in the northern province of Faryab in Afghanistan who had some kind of uh, disagreement or, or, or clash between them and it turns out that two of the commanders essentially were killed by their own guys. So Taliban terrorists, they're not militants. I often see the term militant used to describe Taliban. They're not militants, they're terrorists. Two Taliban terrorists were essentially killed by other Taliban terrorists who were pissed off at something these guys said or did or were planning on doing whatever. This is great. This is terrorists turning on terrorists. I've got no issues with seeing dead Taliban terrorists who were killed by the hands of other Taliban terrorists. This is what I mean when I use the term a dead terrorist is a good terrorist. These guys cannot plan any more attacks against Afghan civilians. They can't take innocent lives. They can't cause mayhem. And that's two less guys for Afghan security forces to worry about. And we all know that Afghanistan has a shit ton of people they need to worry about. Thousands of Taliban terrorists, hundreds of ISIS terrorists, etc., etc. So the fact that these two wankers end up killed by their own guys is indeed a good day for counterterrorism forces. Moving forward, I think that if we do want to show the terrorists that we stand for something different, if we want to show them that we, we abide by the rule of law, that we do things differently, I think we have an obligation where possible. If we capture terrorists, we capture them, we hold them, we charge them, we try them, we convict them, and we incarcerate them. And in countries where the death penalty applies for terrorism, that's that country's full jurisdiction. They can do whatever they want with them. What we can't do is kill them outright if it's not in the heat of battle. If it's not the only option you have to prevent a terrorist from doing something. If you see a guy about to you know, hit, hit a switch or start firing an innocent crowd and the only way you can stop him is to take him out first, I got no problems with that. That is basically killing one person to save many people. But putting guys in a cell a couple of days and allegedly, now it is allegedly, it's not 100%, poisoning them until they asphyxiate, well, that's not right. What do you think? Are you in favor of killing terrorists no matter what the circumstance? Given what these guys are all about, what they're planning, should there be no compunction, no rules, no restrictions on doing this? Let me know what you think. You can always reach me on email at borealisrisk at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Borealis Saves, or you can find me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. I'd like to remind you that you can find all the content free of charge on my website, www.borealisthreatenrisk.com. And you can subscribe to all this. Simply fill in the information where you find a subscribe button. And you'll have a daily email sent to you with all of the information. These quick hits podcasts, longer perspectives on terrorism. Pieces, intelligent look at terrorism, today in terrorism. A whole bunch of material free of charge into your email inbox on a daily basis. I'd love to hear what you th- think of this in other podcasts and other written material. Please drop me a line. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.